I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where I'm committed to resolving your child's exhausting sleep habits. This is episode 28, all about room sharing. If you have been a faithful listener to this podcast, thank you. I am so excited, and actually, I check the stats all the time. I'm a little addicted to it, but this global network of people listening to this podcast just makes me so happy. And so I have been building a program all summer just for this. I want to be able to connect more and serve you more. So I am inviting you to become a patron of this podcast through Patreon. Patreon is a platform where you can support artists, creators, podcasters, and it's a way for you to pledge support if you just love this podcast and you want to continue to be a fan and to support me in this, you can support the podcast monthly. If you are looking for more and you want to get more from this podcast, think of it as an extension. Every week you'll be able to have access to stylized notes or step-by-step directions or just more insight on whatever topic we're covering. And probably my favorite part is going to be the community. We're going to have chat boards and kind of like Insta stories, but only through the Patreon app available for patrons. So for $6 a month, you can be a part of this community. And I am really looking forward to getting it started today. So you are invited to come on over. If you scroll down into the show notes, whether on iTunes or on my website, just scroll down and you'll find join Patreon. And for $6 a month, you can be part of this community. Or you can go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash little z sleep and you can join our community get more from this podcast and i am so grateful for you supporting the production of this podcast all right let's get back to room sharing so i get lots of questions about room sharing because our two little girls share a room and of course some of my clients are looking to consolidate and get their little ones sleeping together so they can have an extra room or maybe make way for a new little one in their family. So today I want to walk through pros and cons of room sharing, how to get all the kids to sleep when they're room sharing because it can be a little chaotic and then go through your plan and how you're going to communicate this to your little ones. All right so I'm a huge fan, y'all. I love room sharing. Maybe ask me that when I was in like elementary school. Maybe I would have answered differently because I pretty much always shared a room with my with one of my sisters growing up. But I'm a big fan of it. I think that for me, it really helped my sense of like just memories with my sisters, but also that kind of interdependency we had on each other, which I loved. And I see that in my own girls. So big pros of room sharing for us has been, I know it's really helped them learn how to share, um, to communicate with each other because they have their spaces. They definitely have their own beds and their own things that they like in their room. I, I absolutely know it's helped their bond. They love their room and they, they really truly love each other. I think we're in this really magical phase right now where they were telling them that they're each other's best friends. And I think they believe it, which is really cool. Um, But y'all, I mean, practically, this is less space. So when we first moved into our home um, on the blueprints, we saw this bonus third floor. We actually thought this was going to be our office. And so originally we had planned that the girls would be sharing what is currently my office and I would be up there on the like the bonus third level. Well, when it actually came time to build it, we were looking around like, oh, no, this doesn't make any sense. Why would I have my own bathroom, my own walk-in closet? This needs to be the girls' room. So we swapped it, which was obviously the right call. And they have this whole floor to themselves, which I know that's 
not the case for everybody, but it's a great option for them. So we were able to create like less space. They essentially have their own little mini floor, um, their own bathroom together and a closet. And so it's a nice size room for them. They love it. Um, It's really helped them just learn how to share and create this bond between them. But also, I love having a joint bedtime routine. I think it is so much fun to do bedtime routine all together in one spot. Even when I'm working with families who they maybe don't have children who are all sharing one room or everybody's in their own separate space, I still love to pick one room and go do bedtime routine there. And that's a great space to just create this like communal bedtime routine. And so I definitely love that for our girls. But some of the cons, of course, we have to talk about the negative parts of this, would be some of the occasional early morning wake-ups. Whenever I um, am working with a twin family, I'm not necessarily looking at the fact that they're going to wake each other up because those twins are very much used to the other. And so our girls are really used to each other's noises and what they do and how they sleep. And they don't actually disturb each other, which is awesome. And I feel like I should be saying nice, thankful prayers and knocking on wood or something like that. But it really has been such a pro for us. It's not the choice for everybody. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably like, great, that sounds so magical and wonderful. Well, I can't guarantee it's going to be like that. Um, Again, we're probably just in a phase right now as they grow, they might want their own space. But I do want to walk through maybe how we can make this change for your family and if you're ready to do that. So first of all, I get asked, okay, I want a room share, but my kids don't go to bed at the same time. And we kind of have still one that's waking up throughout the night. So setting the tone for this, I really want you to room share when everybody's ready for it, right? Like when your baby is sleeping all 11, 12 hours, um, your toddler's sleeping all night long. And we actually didn't make that change. We didn't have them room share until we moved into this home. And my youngest was eight months old and my oldest was two and a half. So we actually waited quite a while um, for them to room share because we just weren't in the position to do that. And so we definitely made sure that they were both sleeping all night long. So when I'm working with families, that's the first thing I want to know is, is everybody like, is everybody sleeping all night long? If we're working together, then once we get baby or maybe it's big brother sleeping all night long, then we can make that change. But let's make that habit priority. Everybody's got to know how to sleep all night long in their own bed. So we'll get that. All right, check. That's happening. Now, the number one thing I want you to do is get extra white noise or get a really good white noise machine. I think I talk about my favorite white noise machine almost in every episode. So again, it's linked in the show notes. If you just scroll down, if you're on iTunes, just scroll down, you can see it. If you're on my website, it's linked there as well. Uh, But this is the Dome Sound Machine. It is amazing. However, if you're listening to this internationally, thank you. My international audience is growing leaps and bounds. and I'm so excited about that. It actually doesn't work internationally. So I will put another option for you, but I'm just talking about maybe some type of extra noise maker. Maybe it's a box fan. Maybe it's a an air filter, something like that, that just can create extra hum or just padding within the room because I don't want the children to wake each other up. And that can be really common, especially in the early morning time when sleep is the lightest. So if you can get extra white noise or a good quality white noise machine in the room, stick it right between them. Or I have been known to find the sibling who maybe is the loudest sleeper and maybe is the most restless throughout the night and put it on their side so that they don't wake up the other one. 
I also want to look at bed placement, right? So let's just say that you are forced to have your kids share a room and one of them maybe still has a nighttime feed because they're under six months and they might still need that nighttime feed. Then maybe let's place the crib or the pack and play like right by the door so you can have easy access to them to not disturb the other one. Um, I'd also want to look at the darkness of the room. Um, this is something that has happened as your older child grows. It's happened in our family. They've said, and I hesitate to say it out loud, because I don't know if you're listening with your kids around. <laughs> so if you are, pause and put your headphones in. But I have had, starting at three years old, children say, oh, I'm afraid of the dark. I'm scared of the dark. Can I have a nightlight? Meanwhile, your baby has no cognitive ability to be scared of the dark, and that can cause a hindrance. So this actually happened recently to us. My older one said that she was scared of the dark. Where in the world did that come from? And we added a salt lamp. I'll link it in the show notes as well um, to her room. And it has a dimmer or to their room has a dimmer. So we've set that and now they both have it. And so I just want you to know that unless one of your children has asked because they are scared of the dark, then there really is no need for lights. We do want to make sure it's as dark as possible. So getting back to the basics, making sure that they are both good sleepers. If they are sleeping all night long, that's exactly what we want. Um, we want to make sure the white noise is on, nice padded room so that they're not going to disturb each other. The darkness is there. And then if for some reason you are forced to share a room or you've got to be in a situation where they need to share a room with each other, then whoever has to get up in the night to do that night feeding, um, again, if they're that young baby, then put them near the door so you can just grab and pick them up and do the night feeding. Um, but let's talk about timing and how we can plan for this, how we can get your child on board. So I am never wanting to just blindside your kid. Right, we're not going to just say bedtime routine. Oh, by the way, your little brother's sleeping with you. Let's go. Let's disassemble the crib about an hour before bedtime. I want you to prepare for this and plan for it. But toddlers, preschoolers, they really don't need a whole lot of, you know, countdown. Um, I joke because, you know, we're counting down to actually my oldest one's birthday. And she has no idea. I mean, she's almost four, but she really doesn't understand. She's asking if all five sleeps can happen all at once. I'm like, no, we have to go through the days here. But they don't get it. So what I want you to do is let them know like the day of, like the morning of. Maybe you go in there, you start your day, and at breakfast talk about, hey, guess what? Tonight, we are going to move your sister into your room. And isn't that going to be so much fun? You guys are going to have a room together. And then get them to be a part of the process. So whatever that means, maybe this is on a Saturday when everybody's home and you can, you know, clear out half of the room. They can help set up the furniture. They can put up some decorations, something that makes them feel like they're a part of the process. I never want to blindside a child. Now the baby, obviously you can tell them they're not going to understand, but preschoolers, toddlers in these situations, let them know what's going on. Give them a clue about what's happening. And then during bedtime routine, do everything as normal. There's no need to switch things up, right? I don't want you to all of a sudden do something completely different this night because they're sharing a room. Do everything as normal and just talk to them even before bedtime routine. Hey, remember your sister's going to be in your room tonight. So this means we're going to do our bedtime routine all in there. We're going to have bath. We're going to read books. We're going to put our PJs on all the same stuff. And you're still going to get in your bed and you still have your monkey and your lammy. Those are our buddies. And your sister's just going to be right over there and everybody's going to go to sleep. Isn't that great? And definitely know that there's going to be a little bit of resistance on that first night. Um, it might take them quite a while to settle down because of the newness. They may be talking to each other. You might have to go in and reassure them that it's okay. And if that 
disturbs them too much and you can speak over the monitor, hey, do that too. Just pop in and say, hey, it's night night time, guys. I love you. Good night. And I just want you to be warned that that first night might be a bit bumpy, right? If they wake each other up during the night, if anything like that happens, but be consistent and don't just you know, pull the plug after one night, give them some time together and definitely beware of the honeymoon period, right? I think this could happen in any instance, but they may go through a little bumpy start and then they're just going to love it. And then they could just come out of that phase and be totally tired of it and ready to have things back the way they were before. But be consistent and remind them all the time. Y'all toddlers, preschoolers love them, but they forget everything. So remind them like all day long, like, maybe not all day long, y'all, you know what I mean, but just remind them throughout the day, like, hey, you remember you're sharing a room with your sister? I'm so proud of you. You're doing such a good job. Don't you love having her there? Isn't it great? Um, You don't want to like, you know, get on their nerves about it, but I just want them to remember that this is happening because sometimes you go to the bedtime routine, they're like, wait a second, what are we doing here? Why is this chick in my room? And I just want you to watch their growth together. So getting your children to share a room, I love it. I'm a huge fan of it. I think it's such a fun way for them to make memories, to bond, to learn sharing, of course. But do know it's really all about the basics. I want them to be able to sleep well independently. And if they can do that, great. Then we can get them in the same room. Let's make sure that we have the environment set up right. It's totally pitch black dark. We've got a good white noise on. And if your child is maybe 22 months and older, or if one of them is 22 months and older, then you can implement a toddler clock. This is like the final little product piece I could do a plug for link in show notes, I'll say again. Um, But this is like the final product piece that can help your toddler preschooler understand that it's time for morning and now we can get up. So I don't want them to bother, you know, little sister or little brother where whoever it is, but I just want them to know that, okay, when the clock goes off, now it's time for morning and whatever your family rule is, if that's that they can get out of bed or that's when you come in, that's just another tool to help them understand timing and understanding that, hey, we're all on track together and this is what we're doing. But definitely just be consistent. It's all about the consistency, letting them know what to expect and giving them some grace because it's going to take a little bit of time for them to get used to it. But if you have great success stories, I would love to hear. This is such an exciting episode because we are now having a community on Patreon. And this is a project I've been in the works for all summer. And this is just a way to extend this podcast. So I talked about it at the beginning. Patreon is an app on your phone and it's also on your computer, Um, but it is a community and extension of this podcast. So for $6 a month, you can support this podcast. If you're just like, Becca, I love these episodes. Keep them coming. I want to support you in that. Or if you want to be more engaged in the podcast, because in each episode, there will be more through these patrons of the Patreon app. This could mean stylized notes. I could be giving you a printout of exactly what we're going through, which is what you're going to find today for room sharing. I'm going to give you like a guide step-by-step on how to do that for them with all of this and a little bit more just kind of detailing out room sharing for you. It's a way for me to more personally connect. I'll be sharing like kind of like Insta stories, but in the Patreon app just for the patrons of this podcast. So you can again go to Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N com slash little z sleep and you can join our patreon community again it's linked in the show notes as well but this is going to be such a great way to just extend this podcast to make a deeper connection and have more sleep success so i hope you'll join us there for that community part of this podcast it's going to be really cool i can't wait to grow it well thank you guys for being here so much sweet dreams see you next time